following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. <laughs> it's a Tuesday edition oh of Talking God. Cowboys here on DallasCowboys.com. <laughs> presented by Tostitos, the official, or excuse me, helping fans get in on the game and the favorite chip and the favorite dip of Talking Cowboys. Welcome in, everybody. Glad you're with us. Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, Chris Beam, I'm Kyle Yeomans. We're already in a good mood this morning. You know why? Why are we in a good mood? 10-4. Because we get to talk to Cowboys Nation today. Give us a call, 888-855-2297. Yeah. I'm excited about that. 888-855-2297. How's everybody doing today? Peachy. Peachy. Good, except who's deaf on our team that sits here they doing the show? Turn it all the way up. Yeah, yes. Uh, that, I know, yeah, hearing aid for Christmas. For so it'd be sits Monday, <laughs> last <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Who's the last show Monday on or Chris? Do we know? Chris? Beamer. Last night, that would be Shannon Gross. Mm. God. That makes sense. Well, he is like 65. So. Yeah, at wow. least, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. He's getting up there. The Cowboys Hour was virtual last night. Oh, okay. So they did it in here. That makes a lot of sense. Well, good. So Shannon needs hearing aids. We now know that as a part of Talking Cowboys to start things off. But everybody else is good. Isaiah? I'm fantabuloso. Thing one, thing two. You like that? Where's where's thing two? Uh, she's at the house. Oh, okay. That's yeah, good. She's at the house. That's fine. Take care of the minions. The minions are home. From, you know, I don't know. Heck, man. Knows that. No, you, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah. You know that, too. Yep. The minions are home. So you got to find what to do with them all day long. Just clean up. Grandma. <laughs> 20 minutes later, clean up. Cartoons? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Cartoons? Cartoons. Go in the gym, work out, train. Grandma. Mm. Go back upstairs, clean up. <laughs> Do, uh, that is so true, by the way. Dude, yeah. is, isn't it, though? It's oh every God. everything, right? Dude, it's like... No, you don't understand, Kyle. I don't understand, and you're it's right. It's crazy, man. I'm not looking forward to that no, part. Yes, you are. So yes, you are. Sure. Yes, yeah, you it's are. It's going to be great. Don't don't get I don't negative do it about it. You are ready. I don't want to do it yet. I'm good right now. Yeah, hold. Yeah, hold. I'm all right right now. I'm having fun. Uh, the oldest 24. Three-year-old, I know. 20, what? I'm 25. 20, 20, 25. Yeah. Okay. I'm 25. No, that wasn't. Hey, make sure you get it right. Well, he was struggling. <laughs> he was appalled. Yes. <laughs> 25. How dare you call I me was 23 when we met, though. I go to That's the bar. Right. So, That's, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that was when I was Legal. high. Legal. I can eat at the bar. <laughs> Sometimes. I can rent a car. <laughs> barely. I still haven't I done that yet. Car. Yeah, I can barely rent a car. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, everybody got their Christmas shopping done or no? No. Not yet? No. Isaiah? You done? I'm 99% done. Almost there? Almost. Almost. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I got mine done yesterday, and I just was mad at the world. Hmm. Everybody was cutting you off in traffic. Everybody's just crazy right now. But you got to you gotta go out with your mind already right. When you're, mm-hmm. it's gonna, it's gonna be chaotic. You're in, you're in the crowd. So come on, man, put you a positive face. You have, a, you face have to have on. a game plan. You can't just go out just browsing. You have to know exactly what See, you're going to grab. And I had my game plan, but then my game plan got upended because the game plan didn't have what I needed in certain mm-hmm. stores. You didn't have a backup plan. It never. Does. And I didn't have a backup plan. That was my problem. You Amazon. Check inventory. Uh, oh, see, Amazon's I couldn't get done. these off of Amazon. Amazon's done. What? 
You can't yeah. get these off Amazon. I know. It was what is specific. what are you getting? I don't know. <laughs> you, You'll find out on Thursday. Is it an elephant? What are you, <laughs> it's a giraffe, I think, actually. I think you, you could get that on. Can, can you prime an elephant? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. He got uh, the Harrison family a new puppy. Oh, Ooh. please. Oh, whoa. Oh. Chris, what are you doing? You just giving what it out you, on Christmas right doing? now? Chris, wow. <laughs> Kia's you guys listen, have a puppy? Kia's listening to the show. Wow. He's super excited. You guys have dogs? Yeah, yes, we how, how many dogs you got? We got one. We got one dog. Yeah, we got one. We got <laughs> a yeah, What would you got? Dog. Dog? One, yeah. Huh. Well, that's cool. You got a cat, right? No, I don't have anything right now. No. She had a fish. <laughs> I, I don't even have a fish. No. Like, who, who has a cat? Somebody had a cat. I was yeah, thinking about getting I've a cat. Got two cats. My, that's what yeah, no, Beamer has cats. No, Beamer doesn't have He has one cat, and he has another cat that no one's ever seen. It's a mystery cat. It's a mystery cat. It's a mystery like cat. Mystery meat? Is that like, a mystery no. meat comes from? Just, he always says, boy, I got another cat. I'm like, no, you don't. I've been. I've never hey, seen this cat. The, cat. the cat's name is Scout. It's like a scout sniper. You never yeah, know. That's where exactly like where. That. Yep. So, so wait, do the kids want a new dog? Is that where the joke's Let's from kill this place? whole conversation. No, I'm just curious. Hey, I'm just curious. I have, you know, my wife just picked up an extra one. You want one of bars? I do not. I don't. We have three hey, kids and three dogs. The kids, the kids listen right now? Yes. Oh, okay. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's drop it. Let's talk cowboy. <laughs> yeah, let's yes. do news and notes. What's the What's biggest dog on? we can find now? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, dude. Walk in. Let's get like this German a South shepherd. African borable. How about that? Can we get one of those? 225 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> half Mast- hyena. Mastodon. Oh, yeah. All right. News and notes. Dallas Cowboys. Let's <laughs> talk about it. What's going, what's going on with this team? Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. They are relatively healthy. Coming out of the Giants game, no uh, no injuries that they've officially reported coming out of this game. Jerry, COVID, COVID's a different story. Although no no players, no new player tests yesterday. Matt Daniels, the assistant special teams coach, assistant to John Fossil, tested positive yesterday, <laughs> so he's on the reserve COVID list. And they are the league might be moving to this anyway this week uh, in light of more and more cases yesterday throughout the league. But Cowboys going virtual all week uh, in terms of meetings and then wow. practice, trying to get ahead of this and or, or just tread water and no more cases. Now, the NHL National Hockey League went on a pause as of last night. They, they concluded their games last night, and then they put a pause on things to just try and get everyone right because it's not just the NFL going through this COVID spike right now. The NFL's going through it, NHL, NBA, pretty much every professional sports league at the moment that is playing is having some sort of issues with this. I don't I, I, I think I know the answer to this question already, but do you see the NFL ever even remotely entertaining that possibility down the road? Doesn't sound like it. I mean, you know, Jerry was asked about it today, and, and they're trying to move forward with new protocols, mm-hmm. targeting targeted testing, not, you know, and, and they've, they've even changed the, you know, if you're vaccinated then, and you don't show symptoms, you're not being tested. It's, I think that's correct, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, now you can get back sooner, potentially, if you're vaccinated. Hmm. Um, one negative test 24 hours. Apart. Well, instead of two 24 hours apart, one negative test, you can be back on the field. So they're trying to move forward. Hmm. What does that say? Isaiah's got a, a great look on his face right now. What are you What are you thinking? I have zero comment in regards <laughs> to, to that because that makes zero sense. But I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. I think what it, I think one of their re- rationale behind it is I saw a report that Washington had like 25 cases, 23 showed no symptoms, and there's no evidence that that this can be passed on the field to each other mm-hmm. during games, and that's why they think 
you know, it's 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 endemic in society now. It's it, you know, and so you're trying to live with it and trying to move forward. That's what they're trying to do. Mm. So basically, it's a it's a step forward away from the original line of thinking. That's why it doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense, right? Because it's it's not the way you've always thought about COVID and sports. It's basically trying to move past that. It's it's a first step. I will see if other leagues follow it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they're in communication with the NBA. NBA's having a ton of cases, too. Yeah. So, yeah, you could do one way. You could pause it and try to make it stop, or you can just kind of move forward, and that's what the NFL's going to do. And then in terms of injuries, you said no big injuries out of that. Do you think of anybody that can return, a.k.a. Donovan Wilson? What's his What's his situation like at the moment? Sounds like he's got a good chance to this okay. week. Uh, Jerry was not ready to say Tyron Smith would be back this week. You know, if it's close, then I would think they would try to give him another week. Um, but he sounded optimistic, very optimistic about his prospects the rest of the way as they move into the postseason, most likely. Three games left. Do you think he makes it back this week, or do they save him for Week 17 against Arizona? The way they're talking, you know, Mike said it's too early to tell. It doesn't sound like they're super optimistic, but they're going to give it the week and see how he's feeling. That's good. Okay, so he could potentially get on the practice field. Doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to play, though, right? Not ruled out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So there's the news and notes update from Rob Phillips. And, gentlemen, we, we talked a lot yesterday about the offense and the the look of Zeke and Pollard and Dak as, as a whole. But I want to, before we start taking our fan calls today, I want to talk about the offensive line. Because Connor Williams jumps in, starts at left guard. You have Ty Insecki rotating back and forth with Terrence Steele at the left tackle spot. Do you feel better about the depth of this offensive line from what you saw yesterday as opposed to what you had seen the previous four weeks? You know, I think it seems like it's ever-changing. And when you talk about Tyron Smith and him coming back, obviously that's going to be a bigger part of seeing who's going to start at left tackle until he's back healthy. And I think they should take their time with that decision uh, simply because as you, you talked about going into the playoffs, how we're going to need our full litany of guys up front and definitely need Tyron Smith for that. I felt better at left guard, honestly. And not that, uh, you know, the Connor bros are looked at one and as the same, but I really felt like Connor Williams took the lead uh, last week. And let's just see how he does versus Deron Payne. They have had their run-ins with one another over the last couple of years, so it's going to be interesting to see that matchup. I just felt like our offensive line, you know, you you saw them getting after uh, the defense. Pass protection, we still had some issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, And those are the things that have to be corrected uh, going back into the Washington football team week. But I I feel a lot better about where we are on the offensive line now. This previous game, I felt better. Obviously, Connor Williams came in and did a a much better job than what had been there um, previously, um, regardless of what Connor Bro was in there. I do believe that this – you guys ready? This, this this continuity, Woo. all right. All right. Um, Love it. This uh, this word that we keep using. I don't know if they're kind of starting to shy away from the traditional form of what they consider to be continuity in terms of the same guys out there every week. I'm starting to believe that these guys are approaching it as a matchup. That's just a personnel thing. What are we going to face this week? Who is better suited? For this particular team that we're facing, hmm. you know, playing against the Giants, okay, you had a, you had one guy that you really had to worry about, you know, on that left side. Now this week, ooh, we got three guys that we're probably gonna have to worry about on right. that left side. So who's gonna be best fit for to handle pass blocking instead of run blocking, right? What what's our game plan and what is the personnel that they present that can create some mismatches for us? And that's who we're gonna put out there to give ourselves an advantage. Yeah, it was a true rotation at left tackle in the last game, and I, I want to say thirty something snaps for Terrence Steele. Mm-hmm. 
20 something snaps for Ty Inseki, and I think it, it came down to pass protection. They felt like Inseki's experience could help in that area in the game. So it's very possible that if there's no Tyron Smith, they go to both guys again, depending on the situation, depending on the matchup. Um, you know, if they're more in pass mode, maybe you see more more Ty Inseki in this game. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think Connor Williams gave him some juice at left guard. I really do. Um, they, there was more pulling, there was more movement in the run game. And I think that's where he excels. And the other thing is, too, that, that they really – we didn't talk about this, and I didn't think about this during the week, but they felt like Connor McGovern has a role as a fullback in this offense that they really like. And that was another reason why they went to that switch, mm. because they like him in that two-back offense. I, I think it was a better fit for both of those guys in their sp- – respective roles. I mean, Connor Williams has been the left guard for quite some time. They gave McGovern an opportunity to win that job outright, but McGovern's been better than Connor Williams at the fullback spot as well. So I, I completely agree with you. I think it does completely even out. And it, it makes a lot more sense to have those guys in their roles. But it, we've kind of mentioned this previously on the show about talking, it's a contract year for Connor Williams. Did he make himself some money coming back and winning that job back that quickly I mean he came back and it was almost an immediate change is this making sure that he one either sticks around next year or two is able to to at least ensure himself a starting job at some place in the NFL it's ooh, that, that I don't know I it's I really a long way away it's, it's a long ways away I think it really I don't know what the college prospects are in terms of that position group right now or where we may be seated at in terms of the draft and all that jazz right so there's a lot of conversation that has to revolve around that if there's a guy that they can take at that position uh, and that's that's a dog I'm pretty sure they would pull the trigger on that mm. I'm, I'm going to go TBD on that, man, because I, I think you still have so much of the season mm-hmm. left and the way that the beginning of the season started for him with the penalties. Yeah. He still has some stuff to prove. Good point. I, um, I, I think, you know, when they went away from McGovern and with Williams, I, I think you saw immediately when he, when they went that counter trade, you see his ability to, to move. And maybe that's the difference between the two, uh, how they operate out in space. But either way it goes, I mean, I, I feel – I don't want to use the word confident. I just I feel better uh, with Connor Williams right now. With after seeing the little small sample size that we got of McGovern, and McGovern is so freaking good at the fullback position, and a touchdown is coming. It's coming. They almost they drew that up. Kellen said, it's, "Did you hear Kellen Moore yesterday? Yeah, he, he, it's coming. He wanted Rob. it. He wanted it." For McGovern. He wanted that touchdown to go to him. But, I mean, every game we're seeing, you know, whether it's with the jumbo package, the Hulk package, whatever it is, all of these offensive linemen are getting in on the act. And so we talk about the – the C word. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> we got to take another shot this morning. <laughs> but everybody knows that all of these guys, I think they fully anticipate being able to play. And listening to uh, Jerry Jones this morning, he talked about the flex position or, or being able to use guys offensively, the offensive line, at multiple positions. And that's the way that you see Terrence Steele operate, McGovern operate, and also Connor Williams. And I think that's the value that we have up front with certain guys. The C word is continuity, by the way. Just so <laughs> yes, knows. it's continuity. Just want to throw that out there so that all of our family-friendly audience can know <laughs> it's that continuity. it's continuity. Come on, dog. Uh, <laughs> now, with, with this being said, you mentioned the movement up front. You talk about the left guard spot and, and pulling and allowing the athleticism of Connor Williams to shine through. How much does that open up a playbook for Kellen Moore? Does that allow you to do different things from a run game standpoint? We mentioned there needs to be an uptick in pass blocking in, in that pass protection but from a run game we saw that there was some considerable steps forward 
Is that just based solely on the opening of the playbook with Connor Williams up front? I think it definitely helps. Isaiah's shaking his head yes, so I'm going to go to Isaiah. But I, I think I, just from the layman's perspective, I feel like everybody's been begging for them to, to attack the edges, do yeah. all that. I think he's best suited to help them do that. And I think we saw more of that in the game. And it helps to have Tony Pollard in the game because that's where he excels the most. But I think that, yeah, I think that that varies their attack a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, last week you have movement. You know, I don't believe that this is a downhill team anymore, at least not where we stand right now currently. So I think that, you know, the best, the most advantageous form of running for us is obviously trying to get to the edges. And when you have uh, running backs like TP that can come in and give you that change of pace, he gets out to the edges. When you have guards like Connor Williams that can pull and get out there, now he can kick out those defensive ends and work his way up inside to the next level. The linebackers seal off guys. It allows for you to have that movement that you may not have had without him in the lineup. I love what you were talking about, the matchup, and probably using guys based off of where you are, guys on the outside or what have you. Well, we know, we talked about that Washington football team at length, and it was all about matching their tempo and their aggressiveness at the line of scrimmage. And you're finding that our guards uh, are, are able to match that. Mm-hmm. There are teams that we go up against that are a lot quicker on the outside. And so the Washington football team is one of them, and, and they will put pressure on you and not allow it. But with Zeke and what we saw last week with him just looking healthier, if we can play smash mouth football through the rest of this maybe that's something identity wise we could kind of take that mantle back up and it's something that we use in the playoffs because we're going to need the running game no matter how you look at it we're going to need the running game it would be amazing if we can line up and just go downhill and get four yards how long has it been since teams were afraid of you running the football Mm. probably a couple years uh, well Well, i would say earlier this season season, but but isaiah that's a good point like those those early in Dak's career when you had Travis Frederick and you had that's what I'm saying uh, oh god that oh. was smash that's why that's why oh. I say a couple years yeah they they oh. you know they put eight nine guys in the box it didn't matter Zeke's got seventeen hundred yeah. rushing yards you know and, and that's again this line is somewhat in transition they're young at the center spot Tyler Biotis I think has played better as the years gone on but they've had a change at left guard like they're trying you know they're still trying some things still trying to find the right mix and they've had injuries too it's kind of interesting they've had 146 122 125 on the ground the last three weeks so I mean as much as this run game has been knocked down and torn down it still looks like they're able to produce a certain amount now a lot of that is garbage time and running out the clock and so and I, on and, and so forth i think forth. it goes back to and the reason why i say a couple of years is because of how dominant that offensive line was a couple of years ago yeah right? when when frederick and you had frederick in there you had martin there you like, yeah you had all those guys that were it was straight we're coming at you it doesn't matter who you have it doesn't matter what you do we're going to get four or five yards of pop coming downhill Man, you don't have to get out to the edges line. now with this particular running scheme that we have now and the, obviously the personnel that we have up front, you're 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 two yards, hopefully three yards, and then you're hoping for that change of pace, big play, right? And now you're hoping for that big play versus before. If it was if it was third and three, you didn't have third and four. Guess what? We can run the ball. Right. I mean, we don't have to air this thing out. We don't have to go in the gun five yards deep just to go you know three yards for us. And now you're asking guys to go eight yards. No, line up and we're coming downhill. And I I mean I've been saying running the ball, they got to do it. Running's great. But they got to get more explosive plays. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't have a single explosive pass play in the game. And some, well, so much of that for this offense comes off of play action, though. Yeah, so true. much of that. True. Right. And I, I went back all the way to the first games. All the big plays, I don't want to say all, but a lot of the big plays came off of play action. How you many? 
how many play action tries did they have this game? Because I didn't feel like they utilized play action a ton. I think they, they did. Tried. A, they tried. They did it a little yeah. bit more than they did in previous yes. weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, I think they figured out that getting Dak out in space is better for him as far as the passing uh, game. But those explosive plays, regardless, guys, I just feel as though if you can continue uh, the, the death of a thousand cuts mentality with this running game, maybe that's the thing. It, it's, not, it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you want the big plays, you want the splash plays, but if you're able to time of possession, ball control, all of those things, that's an easy formula in football to win games. And right now, all we want to do is clinch this up and get into the playoffs and have home field advantage. That's what I'm sure that's what every Cowboy fan wants. Mm, I, I mean, I would want that. That'd be on my Christmas list. You kidding me? Hell yeah. That'd be awesome. All right. When we come back, we're going to take calls from Cowboys Nation. 888-855-2297. Bob from Nashville is going to go first. After the break, you're on Talking Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard it already. The Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. You, too, can join him to do great work with great people for great pay. Apply right now at jobsatcaliber.com. That's jobsatcaliber.com. Go get that bread. Get that Skrilla Scraper. Go get it <laughs> at Jobs at Caliber. So 1.5 on the Richter scale. There. It was. They need you, but you warm. need them as much. Go get that. Go get. Go get yourself a job. Do it. You're listening to us at 9:20. You're either at work or you need work. Go. Go get you a job at at jobsatcaliber.com. Get that bread, man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Back here for Talking Cowboys. It's a Talking Tuesday, which means we're going to take some phone calls from Cowboys Nation. And first, 
Let's talk to one of our good friends, Bob in Nashville. Bob, how's it going? You're on Talking Cowboys. Hey, guys. Great show. Hey, um, Kyle, I'm the guy that you said sounds like uh, Doug Nussmeyer. Yes, you, you do. Just you, like Doug it, Honestly, and it, it messes with me every single time. Yeah, I apologize. It's uh, 30 years of coaching, I guess, took a toll on my voice. But uh, <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. But uh, real quick, um, you know what? I'm not too concerned about our offense in the sense that I think that all we need to do is change up a couple things. Continue to pound the run, the run, you know, keep the running game going. Dak's got to just take those little dinks and dunks. Somebody said it earlier, you know, the cut by a thousand, you know, you know, just get them a little bit here and there. Keep moving the chains first downs. I think the, the big plays will come uh, later on down the road as you keep running, maybe dinking and dunking to the tight ends, hit some short crossing routes. I think that's the recipe. It's been my experience, even though on a smaller scale, and when you get into the playoffs, it's more fundamentals, taking care of the football, and just imposing your will on a team. And I think we have the capability of passing, running, and if we take care of the ball, I think we're going to be very successful going down the stretch and into the playoffs. I just wanted to hear your guys' thoughts about that. I'm, I think the big plays will come. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, Bob. As always, Bob, sound supporter. like a coach, boy. He, he sounds just like it, man. <laughs> sounds like, just like Mike McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> Mike McCarthy yesterday, last two days, we've talked to him. He's been talking about fundamentals mm-hmm. because it's more scheme early on, where there's unscouted stuff, and then Isaiah knows about this. You got you got to be able to because teams know more what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but he likes the time of possession right now. He likes the turnover ratio. Obviously, likes what you know what the defense is doing, and that's more. I mean, that's really encouraging for the playoffs when your defense can play like this because you know, those forty-point games don't happen as often when the weather gets colder and all that. Yeah, as, as a, oh, go for it. As a coach, he's got to, his head's got to be spinning with the way that his defense is playing right now. <laughs> I mean, 12, 12 takeaways in three games, and the the question is, can you continue that streak? And obviously, you can't. You, you know, you don't expect for that to be the norm every week. But as the competition level goes up, meaning at the quarterback, uh, you, you're starting to see the top of the food chain. You know, if you're able to still continue to generate those turnovers, especially in a, a winner takes all scenario, those are going to be big fundamentals that word right there is everything as you approach the playoffs simply because you want to do what you're saying keep the ball away you want to play a game and keep away all right you want to keep the ball away from those from those quarterbacks because they're going to be the best that the league has right that's just pure and simple and those guys aren't you can't expect them to make the mistakes that other quarterbacks have made against your defense so you're, you're hoping that your defense can simply just you know hold these guys you know down to lower point totals um, and you can't really expect them now. If they go out there and show out and continue playing like they're playing, freaking awesome, right? But that you can't realistically have that expectation of your defense when they're going to start playing against the Aaron Rodgers yeah. of the world and all these guys. So I hope they do guys take care of business on defense and I, offensively. Yes, we have to continue to get this ground game, and I don't want to hope that these big plays come. I want to make. The big plays come, right? And that comes in running the ball efficiently, and that's what this team has revolved around. I don't care how many guys we got a receiver. You have to run the ball in order for this offense to be successful. So I have a question for y'all because to that point, because like I mentioned, they, they had one the longest pass play in the game against the Giants was 19 yards, and they played a, all that shell coverage and all that. And Kellen Moore talked yesterday about you got to be patient with that. You can't try to force things that they're going to give you Schultz underneath, you take it. Mm-hmm. But at some point, do you have to 
make some take shots down the field, do something to shake them out of it, or is it just simply like we got to run the ball the hell out of the ball until they stop doing this? There were there were two big plays that did not happen in the CD game. CD drop, the CD drop across the middle, and then you also had right there on the sideline the ball that got caught in the air. It got caught in the wind. Yeah, the one I got. Caught well, there was the another one too. Yeah. There was another yeah. one too where Dak was rolling out to his right and basically tried to take a deep shot in what he thought was man to man coverage yeah. with. Amari Cooper over the top. He wound up, and what happened? Mm-hmm. He got hit from behind and fumbled the football. Well, I, yeah, I don't know what kind of time he thought he had on that particular play. Yeah. All day. But yeah. I, I'm going to tell you, be honest with you, I was right next to the Gallup deep throw, and that corner was windy. Just I'm not trying gotcha. to – No, no, for sure. It it looked, was, the ball it looked was, like it just got stolen. It was, it was circling right in that yeah, corner. Really? I, it was hitting me from behind. Thank you, Chris. So yeah. Just letting you know. No, it makes, it makes sense, especially in that stadium. I, I, I don't take that away from him. I mean, Christy in the, in the broadcast said, because they asked which way the, the, the wind was going, and she said, well, if you look at both goalposts, mm-hmm. they were both yeah. blowing in, which yeah. is yeah. crazy. The Meadowlands gets crazy. And did the, uh, the first extra point, the wind got him too, right? Yeah. Chris? yeah. And then, then obviously he said he tried to overcompensate for the second one, and that's when he hit the right goalpost. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but no, that, that, that honestly, that end, I was watching yeah. their kicker during the warm-ups, and he missed like almost every one on yeah. that end. You know, it, it's just going back to, you know, something that I know Isaiah knows, like the, the tempo for the playoffs is going to increase times Ooh, 100 yes. once, you know, we get to wild card weekend. And <laughs> it's crazy. our ability our ability to run the ball to steady our team because anxiety and everything yep. else is going to be up. And that's why we talk about smash mouth. Uh, and right now, this 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 two, two safeties deep that Dak is having to face and the way the teams are playing him, you're right, man. He's got to find a way to get them out of it. And the only way I feel is through the run game yep. because if teams are willing to sacrifice that much because they believe wholeheartedly that their front five can stop our run disrespect th- th- that's thank you <laughs> and we've got to be able to beat them out of that and Dak has got to find a way in the passing game to you know slants you know get it finding Schultz in the middle of the field because they're leaving the middle of the field wide open for him and yeah. that's they love CD on those routes too like that's that's you know just He's got to catch hang the on damn the ball. ball. I mean, well, I think he said he had three drops. I played terrible. Which is fair. I mean, if he has those three drops, we mentioned it yesterday. Dak Prescott's probably, what, only five incompletions, six incompletions, and he's got a close to 300 yards. So it does make sense. There's a lot on both ends of yes. the stick. All right, Mike from Iowa. You're on Talking Cowboys. What up, Mike? What Brian. up, Mike? Brian. Hey, Brian. Oh, Brian. Sorry. I went back Brian. to I went back to last week. We had Brian Mike from Iowa on the show. But this is Brian from Iowa. What up, Brian? Hey, what's up, guys? What's going hey, on, uh, dude? Hey, uh, well, I guess one question. I know it, we're only like four weeks to, in, I mean, going into the playoffs, but, um, you know, just like the Cowboys, they have issues right now, and they're not totally healthy. But but I guess scale from 1 to 10, how confident are, how confident are you heading towards the playoffs with the Cowboys of being – a big time contenders because we know that Cowboys are not just the only team in the playoffs. I mean, looking into the playoffs, that are are, are showing issues. Mm-hmm. But some teams are, you know, like the number one seed. You know, they having a lot of luck going on their way right now, but they're also showing issues too. But they're not showing it right now. But but I mean, going into the playoffs from scale of one to ten, how confident are you? of the Cowboys getting back on track 
and trying to solve those issues. Thank you very Thank much you. for the call, Brian, and appreciate you listening as always. He's got a great point. So before we give our one through ten, let's talk about Tampa Bay. Mm. Shut out at home mm. by New Orleans. Green Bay. One play away from potentially losing that game to a backup quarterback in Tyler Huntley, who played exceptionally well, by the way, uh, for the Ravens. Who was the other? Who are the other ones? The Arizona. Rams, Arizona. Yeah, getting blown out by Detroit. That's big time too. I mean, these division leaders are not indestructible by any means. <clears throat> Neither are the Dallas Cowboys at that at that rate. But with that being said, I think my confidence level would go through the roof if the offense were to click the final three weeks. You're putting up points. You're having those big sustainable drives. You're hitting the big play again. I think I would go into the playoffs with an eight or a nine, but right now I'm probably at a six or a seven. You know, I'm... Come on now. Yeah, I know I'm going to jump out the cake. and So at least a 45. <laughs> on top. At least. <laughs> off the rip, you know. I just feel like, you know, for all the things that we, the criticism that this team gets, that no one has recognized the three victories on the road now, and, and giving them a gold star for that in December. Sure. Um, you know, I, I think if you look around the NFL and, and you just mentioned those teams that have had those their losses, Green Bay is the one team that you just got to circle that, man, Aaron Rodgers, no matter what it is, what's going, on it just seems like he can overcome any adversity and still do his thing even though they won by one point sure. um my my thinking is even with when you talk about the nfc east and how bad these teams are hell we still have teams that are battling for that seventh position mm-hmm. uh so leaving the game tonight there are, there's there, there's something to play for you know so i just feel like the cowboys can control what they can control but when you talk about the rest of the nfc uh <laughs> as as a group I, I, you you got to feel confident with the way that our defense is evolving right now to take on those teams. So much of the playoffs is about momentum. And I feel as if the Cowboys, even though they haven't been playing up to their standards, nevertheless, and the, the fan standards and the analyst standards, they haven't been playing to their standards. Momentum is seemingly creeping up. Defense is playing out of this world. Offense is showing flashes of getting back on track. So momentum is trending up as you come towards the end of the year. When you start thinking about some of these other teams that we may face going into playoffs, you think about teams like the Cardinals. Okay, the Cardinals obviously their momentum is down right now. They're they're on a downward trend. They lost they lost arguably one of the best receivers in the league. Yep. That hurts them tremendously and their ability to make big plays. And so now they're relying on AJ Green to somehow be what he was five years ago, mm-hmm. right? That's what they're expecting, or they're going to go to Ertz. Okay, so that's what you're expecting now. That thing. So I don't, I don't. My my confidence level against those guys is pretty doggone high because I feel like they're trying to figure it out right now when we already are figuring things out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start thinking about the um, who am I? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay just lost Godwin, unfortunately. Yeah, he's out for big the loss. Year. And Huge Evans loss. has a hamstring. Evans has a hamstring. Fournette has a hamstring. He said Fournette's going to miss some time. Hamstrings linger. So you got two of your three of your number one, you know, three of your offensive Options. guys yeah. hurting right now. You know, Tom, Tom needs those guys. Mm-hmm. He can't. He can't generate plays himself. He needs those guys in order to be there to make plays for him. So those guys are trending down right now. Um, then you look at uh, Green, Bay. Green, Green Bay. Bay. Green Bay is scary. Yeah. Green Bay is freaking scary, not only because of the dude they have at quarterback, but because of their ability to run the ball with both of their running backs right now. Dylan, and at, and at and the moment, freak. you're going to have to go up there to win. Yep. Which 
I mean, it's always a problem. I got a stocking cap. Let's go. Okay. It's always a problem. So, Which so, I'm okay as, with as, you. so as you look at those four it's not teams, ideal. It's not ideal. three teams, right? Three teams. As you look at those here. teams right there, there's only one team that I'm like, mm, yeah, you better bring your, you yeah. better bring everything has to be clicking that day. The if big whiteest. If that's yeah. the case too, that would be McCarthy's first return to Green Bay. That would too. be crazy. God, the storylines. Mm. Get ready to tight. Mm. Yeah. The same. Well, and how many words per minute can you type? By the way, right? I have no idea. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough for that i took that class though what's yeah. your confidence level real quick before we take our uh, next call? i'm with you i'd probably put it like a seven right now because yeah. i think you know your defense has to be clicking in january it's weird though there's three games left in the season and if it's the week of christmas and that that is rare that is weird it's weird there's a lot of time left for momentum one way or the other yep offensively though they still got it they still have to find some things here and get and get some more consistency it was a step forward in this last game um but it's not where they want it and it's not where they need it to be in terms of explosive plays continuing to run the football red zone all those things uh you run into an Aaron Rodgers a Tom Brady you're going as good as your defense is playing you're going to have to match some of that absolutely the Giants put up six points that's not going to be a luxury for you in the playoffs so I think that makes it where I'm not at an 8 or 9 yet. They do have the capability to turn the switch eventually. Um, but it's been a stretch here where it's not there. And you're right about the Bucks injuries, but they had that hiccup last Sunday. They had scored 30-plus points four straight games before that. So yep. that to me, that's more of an aberration uh, than a trend. Now how do they handle these injuries, though? That's a problem for them. Yeah. Yep. It was the first time since the merger that a team that had entered the week leading the NFL in scoring and in points was shut out at home. First time ever. So, I mean, maybe that's didn't, the exception. back, too, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. He's going to be back. And you saw what he did against the <laughs> Cowboys. AB. AB. <laughs> so, all right. Let's hear from Tony in L.A. Tony, you're on Talking Cowboys. What's up? Hey, what's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Can you guys hear me okay? Yes, yeah, we got you. All right. Um, hey, my, my question is this. I'm at work right now. Uh, but my question is, um, uh, do you guys think maybe that, like, uh, Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, they're kind of, like, uh, holding their hand? Like, they don't want to show too much of uh, some new plays. They're kind of kind of to perfect maybe, like, um, or make, work on execution of like the run game and different things like that to really, in preparation for the playoffs and not really showing their head too much as far as like the creative plays that we kind of saw like in the early part of the season. Um, maybe they're trying to maybe like trying to save that for the playoffs. Do you think that's a possibility? And uh, just want to let you guys know you guys are doing a great job and um, thank you for all your hard work. Appreciate, Appreciate you, Tony. It. He's Tony. over there at Caliber Collision getting that, that bread. <laughs> that, he's man, you know what? Tony need to keep L.A. warm for us, man. We're on our way. Mm. There it is. There's the, there's there the cake. it is. The I'm cake gonna... was there. You are now over there. You have just jumped out of the cake. Man, why y'all, the why y'all feel you, like you, that, Have you man? looked at hotel rates, by the way? I'm already booked. Oh, Wow. We so far till we die, baby. That's that ESPN. California show. love. I looked, I looked at rooms last like, two weeks ago. It was $10,000 a night. What? Heck. Heck, man. Jesus. Woo, what are you doing, honey, bro? Let's go. ESPN. <laughs> yeah, man. Y'all got it. I got to talk to our producer. Got to hook up. Got to get the hook up. Oh, I love man. it. All right, $7,000 a night. All right. Uh, going, going back. Yeah, I'm going to be staying That's with Tony. That's what you would do, Chris. Uh, so Tony brought up a, a point that I, I had kind of brought up. <clears throat> A little tongue-in-cheek yesterday about maybe saving some for the playoffs. I don't know if this is a league where you can do that. 
realistically. But Isaiah, what is your thought in terms of if that's the case and if it is a possibility, why would they do that? You always have some kind of black book put away. Right, you always have the water boy mm. playbook put away a little bit on the side. Got that thin one, yeah, kind of over you, there. You show them a little sample size, and mo- most of it is you're setting teams up for the future, right? I'm gonna show them this run. I'm gonna show them this bootleg. I'm I'm gonna kind of throw some little hints out there to kind of expose some some uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, tendencies, tendencies yeah. right? But expose some tendencies, and then I'm gonna change it up on them when I get to the playoffs. So yes, in this, in that sense, yes, you're always projecting and setting teams up, you know, putting out there what you want them to see, while in the same process hoping that you execute the plays but knowing that you have a secondary play off of that that can come back and kill them later on but in terms of just holding back your offense that's how you end up with Denver Broncos you know mm. this guy is the only guy I know that can he could successfully agree and disagree with you in the same <laughs> he did sentence. just do that didn't you, did he? you just, he totally did, did that you just, he was like no dude he don't hold back that? but they hold back a little bit right <laughs> I was, Johnny Cocker's my uncle I'm just saying man I, I might not be the sharpest knife in the drawer but man I'm telling you that looked like that sounded like an agreement to oh, me he's but like, he's like, then you wrapped it up like, nah I don't agree he goes, he goes Tony I really just don't agree with your <laughs> But they do do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I even alluded to this through the Washington football team, knowing that you're going to have to play them and you know back to back the way that you have. That maybe you were holding something back. Um, I think that there are parts in the season, especially like when you come up against AFC competition stuff like that. You, there may because there's so much gamemanship. It's such a chess match between these coaches, mm-hmm. and they don't want to expose everything. I mean, 105.3 The Fan, if you listen long enough, they'll call it sandbagging or whatever yeah. it's being called these days. But I just feel as though, you know, this team in particular, I believe for Kellen Moore, with all the problems that he's having on third down, the red zone problems, you know, and you talk <laughs> about momentum and trying to get things back going offensively, he's he's got to be trying to find everything he possibly can to get four back on the road. Not just go into a shell because you think you're going to clinch a playoff spot. Kellen was asked this exact question and he said yesterday, and he said, we're still trying to win games. So if I feel like something helps us win a game, I feel like we'll utilize it. So I think it's a fair question because mm-hmm. some of the water boy type stuff, formation, crazy stuff, like we haven't seen as much of that. Maybe there's been less motion. I don't know. But like, yeah, there's the, they're trying to shake out of this rut they've been in. So I don't I don't really buy that. I think when you play a team like the Giants, there are situations where if you're not threatened by their offense, you kick the field goal at the end of the half. And you play you play to your defense the way your defense is playing, but I don't think you just totally hold back. I know you hate <laughs> okay, that. Okay. But, but I think you know, I think that was a case where uh, look, we'll kick the, we'll get 15 points at half. We probably don't think they can score 15 in this game. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. The last time I really looked at <laughs> or not or not the last time I really looked at Kellen Moore and said, "Hey, you had a really good game." It was probably the Minnesota game with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Yeah. You can maybe say it against Atlanta, but Atlanta's just downright terrible. They're just not a good oh, football team. But your boys on that team. Kyle Pitts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is my boy and he's not playing very well because he doesn't have anybody else around him. Boom. But that's kind of the thing is is I don't know if you've really looked at any of the games lately and said, "Oh, that was Kellen Moore's best stuff." It was New England, Minnesota straddling the sides of the bye week, and since then I haven't really seen that. So yet. you think he's holding back? Maybe. A little bit? Yeah, he might be. I think there's a chance. All right, let's take our second break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up and look ahead to the week that is. It's the Washington football team and the Cowboys again in Week 16 when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. <laughs> see more, do more Essilor on Talking Cowboys. <laughs> that was a dual read. I like it, Chris. Ain't got, we ain't got surprises like that. <laughs> yeah, we got we bring bring the heat. Everybody know what he's doing. The funny thing is, crazy man. <laughs> you crazy is I'll get on one shot. He throws it to the right, and then I get to that shot. See, and we can throw it. You know, never mind. And we go just, back and forth. We just ping pong. We just bushwhackers. It. Yeah, just exactly. Tag team it. Tag <laughs> team it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips. We've got Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. All right, we will preview the Washington football team offense tomorrow versus the Cowboys defense. Let's give a little taste of what we're going to talk about tomorrow because could be a different-looking Washington team as of the end of tonight than it will be that the Cowboys face on Sunday. It's definitely going to be a different-looking team than what they faced two weeks ago. Absolutely. Have you ever seen a change in a roster as potentially big as this could be in the span of two weeks in between matchups. Now, they're saying that Garrett Gilbert could be the quarterback? I was going to ask you, is that the case tonight? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, if I had told you at the beginning of the season that we're going to play the, the Washington football team and Garrett, <laughs> Garrett Gilbert's going to be, gonna the, be the quarterback, I mean, you say, what are you smoking? But I'm just saying. Like, it's, back weeks, Jalen one week. I, I mean, it's like the ghost Whoa. of Christmas past for everybody <laughs> coming through wild. here, right? So, I mean, I'm, look, I'm excited about the matchup. I feel like our team is excited to, to see the football team. You can tell, man. From the sounds of the sideline, if you haven't watched the sounds of the sideline from the Washington football game, that that was amazing, by the way. Uh, Alex Lilly. 
Alex Lilly's doing yeah, a fantastic, fantastic job. Uh, but you know, the rivalry is renewed, man. On our side, uh, you know, we're we're looking forward to seeing. They got to keep that same energy that they had from last year. We want Dallas. Yeah, come on with it, right? I'm, this defense is going to look totally different. I know that. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how our guys respond to a, a formidable defensive line. Mm. With sweat back? Yes. And, yeah. That's yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing That's that. a good test. Yes, it is. It's a good one because they're still not full strength. No Chase Young, of course, and yeah. they'll get Montez Sweat back, who was not there two weeks ago. Yeah, they'll have three of their four. Mm-hmm. They'll get they'll get after it a little but, bit. Yeah, they will. I just think energy-wise, though, it's going to be tough for them. I, You know, and it's like it, – it's a, to me, it's a scheduling thing that's weird. It's like, you, you, okay, you're given the opportunity to reschedule, but you got to push it all the way to Tuesday. We're going to make you play a night game, night game, then come back and play the Cowboys hey, on, on hey, Sunday. Hey, I'm just saying, it's we're not, not it, we're not crying for them. It's not ideal for them, and I think it's going to be a challenge for them. But Ron Rivera is a great coach, and I think he'll he'll get them up. Three games in twelve days. I yeah. know, and but if, every team kind of does tonight. that now. Every team plays on Thursday. Okay, at some well, point. guess yeah. if they tie tonight. Then the Cowboys would be NFC East champions as well. On a so. Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, by the way, <laughs> here's here's the update for the Washington football team quarterback situation heading yes. into tonight. Washington still without multiple players. Taylor Heineke, Kyle Allen, and both are on the COVID-19 list. Mm. However, they both have an opportunity at 4 p.m. or until 4 p.m. today take to take tests and test out of the league's COVID protocols, which would allow them to play three hours later for the 7 o'clock kick. If neither one of them were to test out, Garrett Gilbert would start tonight for the Washington football when, team. When does the new league protocols kick in? It's already kicked in, right? No, yeah, I think they have. Yeah. Has it? I think it was Monday or yeah. unless um, maybe yeah. Something so. official has come out. But that's the thing is if they test po- or if they test negative today and they test out of the protocol, they can play three hours after the deadline to test out of the protocol. Is this like wrestling where you have to go get your weight down? Go run on the treadmill that's for an hour. Kind of what it's going to be. You're going to go test. They're going <laughs> to test and they're going to be like, "All right, get your helmet, get out there, like have fun." It's so crazy. Wild. It's, what a what a year, what a day we live in. Day and age. It's a new world. It is. All right. That's it for us here on Talking Cowboys. We'll give you more Washington offense versus that Cowboys defense tomorrow. For Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Heck Harris, and Isaiah Stanback, I'm Kyle Yeomans. We'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?